Hey, how's it going, everyone? Thanks for joining me on a new episode of the Music Reviewer Podcast. My name's Josh, and today we're doing an album review on the latest Dorian Electra album titled My Agenda. This is going to be episode 38, and yeah, this is going to be a fun one to cover. I've been wanting to review this album. Uh, faced a little bit of delays. I uh, had a bit of anxiety this week with the whole election stuff going on um but yeah it seems like we're kind of at a more stable place i guess for now with all that but nonetheless uh yeah it's their second sophomore album by the artist dorian electra um and just before we get started i just want to let everyone know that the last album review that i did was over the latest future islands album titled as long as you are i thought that was a pretty middle of the road album for the band but there were still some highlights on that album and i encourage anyone that's interested to listen to that album if they're a fan of uh, some indie pop or synth pop music um Check out the review if you have some time. Also, uh, a new episode of Best of Orange Track of the Week is up for the week of November 7th. We're already there into uh, November. Uh, pretty interesting week overall. It was more of like a lukewarm, middle of the road, like to good side of things. There wasn't much stuff that I hated like the week before that. So uh, I covered some tracks by Luke Holmes, uh, the Kid Leroy, and also Ariana Grande. If you're trying to uh, hear my thoughts on some of these singles that are coming into the Hot 100 right now. But anyways, yeah, let's go ahead and get into this album review. So Dorian Electra is an American singer-songwriter from Houston, Texas. They're an artist that has made their presence known the past couple of years, uh, especially in the musical LGBT and hyperpop communities. They garnered attention starting all the way back in the year 2010 by making these music videos that were more about intellectual concepts and economics or philosophy, stuff like that. Not something you really hear about every day. Any, anyways, nonetheless, media outlets and, I guess, contest prizes gave attention to Dorian's work, and at some point it became a more serious musical career, I guess, um, especially after they started to focus the subject matter on like gender identity. Uh, when making these music videos. And this is their second full-length titled album, uh, My Agenda. And the debut album, Honestly Flamboyant, was one that I honestly missed when it came out last year in July. I guess I was underselling Jor Dorian even after hearing positive things about uh, the music from prominent reviewers. So I guess something that changed my opinion was after seeing the Edgelord music video that featured Rebecca Black in the track, um, I quickly became a fan after really loving the aesthetic on that video and how it played so well into the track and all the on-the-nose uh, cultural references there. Um, and I quickly found myself having similar opinions after viewing... Uh, the music videos of uh, Gentleman, My Lady, uh, amongst others that Dorian has done in the past. And, and I think one thing that you can take away from Dorian's music is that they really have the skill and ability to write versatile pop tracks. I think that's a huge reason why they're so successful or upcoming right now. Um and I found when going back to the last album, Flamboyant, that Dorian is really able to give most, or if not all, of their songs a unique character that is quite enjoyable and creative. It's almost like going through well-made scenes in a movie uh, that really leave an impression on you um, while digesting 
their music track to track. So I found that um, I enjoyed Flamboyant uh, for the most part. I thought there were some nice tracks on there like Guyliner, um, Career Boy, um, just really really easy accessible things for someone like me uh to i guess digest it's just really creative and fun pop music at the end of the day um and it it certainly isn't uh for everyone i think it's not something that i think is going to be on the top 40 anytime soon but i think that's kind of the point but yeah, when going into my agenda, I had already been listening to Gentleman, My Lady a bit too after really enjoying those short tracks, um, these singles. So uh, once I, f- I learned soon there would be an album being released, I was pretty excited. This was released October 16th, so it is almost coming up on a month. So um, I, I had to listen to this a few times and I, I guess starting from F the World featuring the Garden, Quay Dash, and Dollywood. Uh, honestly, I the features are pretty uh, prominent in the track. I think uh, when you break it down, one of them is a rapper and then the other ones are like producers or something. Um, th- this track, it opens up with... Uh, this spooky sounding minor key melody that's already similar to like the singles My Lady or Gentleman Uh, but the track transitions to these chaotic and dancey EDM moments with these ascending scales and some huge and massive synth bass as well Um, there's some old school techno elements I think too kind of like Chemical Brothers or Fat Boy Slim it's a really colorful track. The, there's several sections on here, and eventually um, the track kind of just combines and turns into this one ambient mesh of like all these several textures on here. Uh, it's an interesting track. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a highlight. The next track, My Agenda, featuring Village People and Pussy Riot, I didn't find it to be as enjoyable as F the World. Um, there's some effect-soaked percussion, uh, some distorted guitar grooves that are a nice touch, and there's these. It, the track has more of these spooky and haunting colors thrown in throughout the track, and I'm not sure how I feel about the Village People feature here. It's more of like a sample. Um, and it's it's a little out of key. I think that's intentional, though. It's to feel it's to create this like sort of feeling of like uh, uncertainty or just you know uncomfortableness. Um, I, I just don't know if I liked hearing that that dissonance at the end of the day. But it, it was a it was fine. I, I respect the intent. Uh, the Pussy Riot feature sounds a lot like the Rebecca Black feature later on Edgelord, m- minus the screaming part that Pussy Riot puts on here. And honestly, I, I know the prominence of Pussy-, Pussy Riot right now and their, I guess, their political war against the Russian Federation, but um, I-, I just haven't listened to much of the music. Um, I-, I-, I thought it was a good feature. Um, it's this huge blown out screaming section that dwarfs the screams that you would hear on something like on a, on a Grimes track. So like if you, if you're familiar with Grimes music, she screams on it sometimes. This is like that times 10. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought the track was just okay. Um, I didn't like it as much as F the world. Gentlemen, on the other hand, I think this is one of the 
the most interesting, coolest tracks I've heard in a while. Uh, there's a groovy-ass beat on here uh, with a loud, melodic, hooks, uh, hooky sax part um, that's very quirky and captivating. Um, some trash can snare sounds that sounds like a piece of metal's being hit. Um, and a bed squeaks sample thing too it's just a very interesting track no features here dorian's performance here is straightforward but it it's pulled off quite smoothly and naturally it's a short track but it it's a nice track uh the next same thing with the next one my lady um i love the refrain here that opens the track uh the distorted guitar rift here is another great moment and more trash can snare sounds that fit really well in the track um it's a short track, um, but it captivates you while it's there. There's a certain angst to this, too, that really can only attest to the uniqueness of Dorian. Uh, I'm not sure if I can point to another artist at the top of my head that really does stuff like this. So that's always a good thing when you find that in, uh, in, a, in a track. Um, the next track, Iron Fist, featuring Ferris Badwin. Um didn't take away too much from this. Um, there is a really interesting Eddie Van Halen-inspired guitar solo at some point. Here, I like the feature by Ferris. He gives the track a sort of a different nature with his husky tone on here. Um, the only issue I have with this track, really, is that the chorus isn't really as eccentric or captivating as other tracks this far. The chorus is actually more centered around like this EDM drop sort of moment. And I guess it just doesn't pay off as much as other tracks thus far. The next track I found to be a highlight titled Barbie Boy uh, featuring Sega Bodega. There's a lovely synth pop opening refrain here that's bright and captivating with some whirly synth melodies thrown in that are quite fitting. Uh, I love the syncopated groove on these verses. Uh, it gives the track a lot of energy and I love the trancey interlude section that the track goes to and the track kind of paints a darker mood when we're at the bridge but I love the return back to the main section I think that's a good moment on this and uh, I found it to be quite a good track same thing with the next one I found to be a good highlights uh, titled sorry bro parentheses I love you here there's a nice poppy charm on here on this track there's an excellent moment created on the pre-chorus here with this build-up. Um, there's some nice propelling synth textures that guide that moment as well. The trash can metal uh, hit snares fit really well on this track as well, and these booming synth bass lines in the chorus are excellent as well. It's, I thought it was a good track. The track following is sort of an interlude that is kind of meant to just be this wrench that's thrown in that creates like this weird moment with like this really chaotic demonic sort of dubstep metal uh hardcore moment uh it's another it's a very short moment it's an interlude uh but it transitions us to to my opinion one of the best moments on this with edgelord featuring rebecca black if rebecca black uh seems uh, familiar to you, it's because she went viral when she was a young girl for making a very poorly received music video and single titled Friday. Um, if you have yet to hear it, I recommend uh, reliving that moment in time and watching the music video to Friday by Rebecca Black. Uh, you might find it to be a little humorous, but Rebecca Black has since uh, grown into a um, 
an adult and still is making music. And I think uh, people should take her seriously, especially uh, after having a moment on here that she really fits well into. Um, it makes me curious as to what she's capable of here because on um, this stuff particularly, uh, a track that I don't think is easy to, uh, I guess, put, insert yourself into. She fits really well. Uh, the track overall has a, a brilliant refrain here about being an edgelord. Um, has these, the track has eerie and really high woodwind textures thrown in to create a really great effect. A well-timed energetic guitar throw uh, solo is fe featured as well. Some more trash can hits uh, for the snare is fitting as well. Uh, it's a mid-tempo track that creates a really good groove throughout, and I, I think it was, it was just really well done. The next track is another feature-heavy a moment titled Ram, Ram It Down, featuring Mood Killer, Lil Mariko, and Lil Texas. I unfortunately didn't find it to be much of a highlight, but I think it's a pretty chaotic sounding track. And it, the track opens up with these Baroque melodic moments thrown into the intro. And then we get some very dancey pop inspired moments that could easily be in a 2000s pop track or even like European club music. It was just kind of a hodgepodge. Um, and then we are at the end on Give Great Thanks. This track is a huge contrast from the previous track uh, with some bright 80s sounding kid keyboard instrumentals and a lot of sensitivity here on this track, some held out melodic moments, a huge shift really from the rest of the album. And I, and I, I feel like there's some consistency kept with like these overblown and huge sounding synth textures and in instrumental, but the development of this track really builds up and adds to these and adds more layers at a certain moment. And then it just kind of dissipates away to a nice sounding piano outro um, with everything else decaying. And it's an interesting track, some sexual, lyr sexual lyrical content that really contrasts with the rest of the track. So, I mean... I didn't look too much into it, but it, it was fine. I, I, I like the track more than other tracks here. I didn't hate the track by no means. Uh, but anyways, uh, this album was interesting. It's actually, you get a lot of material for its runtime. It's about 20 minutes long, but it feels like a full-length album still, so I thought that was something interesting. Um, sometimes artists really go heavy on the runtime, which, you know, whatever, artistic intent is whatever you make it. So, But uh, I think Dorian really proves here that you're able to make an album with... Uh, a short runtime, it's possible, and it can still leave a good effect as much as an album that's, well, for instance, take uh, 1975's most recent album that was over an hour long. Um, I think I got uh, just as much out of this, um, and I, I enjoyed that album too by the 1975, but uh, this I found to be just straightforward, concise for the most part. Give Great Thanks is probably the outlier. Um, there's some some moments I can do without, but I thought it was overall it was a great uh, effort by Dorian. Uh, I think it's a 7 out of 10 if I have to rate it. Um, I'm not sure if I, comparing it to Flamboyant, I wouldn't say it's necessarily an improvement. But I wouldn't also necessarily say that this is not on the same level as Flamboyant. This is just a different uh, filter, in my opinion. Uh, my agenda is a solid effort. If you're into this uh, sort of like this hyper pop aesthetic, 100 gex like, but not quite as 
crazy as them. You might really like this album. Also, if you're just a fan of like some good pop tunes, you'll probably get something out of this uh, album by Dorian Electra. But yeah, if you had listened to the whole entire review, thanks for sticking around today. My name's Josh. I'm the music reviewer, and I'll be covering more music soon for you guys. And also, if you are listening on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. If you want to leave some feedback, good or bad, just go ahead and pile it on in the comments section. Um, recommendations, too. Also, uh, make sure to tune in to Best Orange Track of the Week if you're also fond of that show. If you want to hear my thoughts on some more, I guess, mainstream stuff, too. But anyways, take care of yourselves. I'll see you all later.